Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host Alex and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host Nicola. Hi guys. And make sure that you like, remind me, share, share, <laughs> subscribe, <laughs> watch it again and again, comment, comment down below, <laughs> do all of these great things to improve engagement, especially on YouTube um share it with your friends your work colleagues all these kind of things you know mm. definitely recommend our podcast let our podcast be in the the whatsapp group chat and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. not every day it's not every day you know uh conspiracy theory yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah, like, yeah. Let, let recommend this, it yeah recommend this this stuff um as well twitter yeah conquer. definitely put a post it on twitter you know share all these all these great things and shout out to everybody that does because yeah. there are people that do retweet like, and continuously like, thank every you every single week they put it up on like instagram stories thank you so, so much much like we really really appreciate it um, yeah i definitely try to extend the same grace to other people as well yeah um so make sure you're following the podcast at advice with alex yeah. and yeah just continue to watch us and listen to us and yeah. support us and leave us a five-star review if you think it's less than five star dm us personally yeah 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 um and we're more than happy to to listen to you in regards to how you think we should make improvements as well uh, i really wish um someone would have i wish i had like a 101 guide on how to be like a social media person yeah i feel like i'm like the least least social media person ever but i wish that yeah like i see some like influencers doing stuff now about like um how to build your brand on social media mm-hmm. i don't know why i feel like i've got a love and hate yeah relationship yeah. with social media uh-huh. like it's great doing um the podcast with you um but i don't know why i feel i still feel a little bit reserved when it comes to social media like mm-hmm. if you follow me like i don't post pictures or anything like that i'm actually really boring that you follow probably on instagram but it'd be great to like find out like how you kind of build that that confidence mm-hmm. about um being on social media i don't know why i feel like the more i expose myself to social media i feel like the more um uh, likeliness there is for for scrutiny and mm. i feel like i feel like it's i feel like i'm very controlling i feel like i'm a very controlling person and i feel mm. like it's a bad thing whereas i want to control every everything has to be my control and go the way mm. i want it to go mm-hmm. so the more i open up i feel like the less i'm in control the more anxious and nervous it makes me feel yeah yeah so um yeah that was just my thing to share just mm. at the beginning just saying that yeah no i that's i i definitely echo that same sentiment because we see it all the all the time you know people be raising somebody up and then before you One know minute. it bring bring them down bring like them, yeah of, because of the smallest thing or because you know they didn't reply to something or they didn't do something and yeah. we definitely do live in a quote-unquote cancel culture and yeah you just want to go on social media and enjoy it like the next person yeah you know yeah and it's interesting you say that because like I was saying to you, like I was getting really conflicted about um, now social media, but also adding Christianity mm-hmm. into social media. Mm-hmm. And I find myself getting really conflicted and feeling guilty about liking certain posts. So for instance, there's this, uh, he's, he's, I love his content. I must admit, right. And, you know, I take on whatever people want to say about it, but um he does really great content and he posted a video and it was about um just about when you go to heaven um 
um, you know, it's perceived one way. And then, you know, in his skit, he was saying, you know, okay, well, God, what's it like in hell? And then, you know, they were really enjoying themselves. They were partying, they were drinking. And so I think he was feeling like, oh God, hell is having a really good time. And when I saw the video initially, I laughed at it because I thought Mm -hmm. it was just funny Mm because that's the way I took it, right? And then I went through the comments and then I was just like, oh shit. I was just like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Like people are t- talking about Christianity. Like you're compromising. You're now, you're trying God. You, you're you're perceiving hell in a in a way where you shouldn't be. Like it's not enjoyment. You know, we're thought, you know, we're brought to think that hell is the worst place Eternal on earth. Eternal damnation. Do, yeah, yes. You don't go. Yeah, exactly. Perpetual hellfire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone curses you, like you will burn in hell. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's real. It's real within mm-hmm. the Christianity. And so I became really conflicted because I was just like, I actually, if I'm being honest with myself, I actually really liked the video. Like I took it really lightheartedly. But then my Christianity self, like when I was looking through the the video, um, the comments, I was like, oh God, have I have I done something wrong? Is this wrong now? Mm-hmm. And it's just getting that that um balance between Christianity and social media. I'm I'm not quite sure the two go hand in hand because Mm -hmm. if I'm just being my true self like I I laugh at videos like that because when I when I when I see content I'm just taking it of face value right and it just makes me laugh and stuff but I don't really think about the the deeper stuff about it so I was just like oh does this make me a bad person because I I thought about it in that particular way and stuff and um yeah like I saw like some of the comments were really really tough you know saying you know God will judge you how can you be playing with God like that and I'm not sure if that was his intention Mm -hmm. it's if I'm being completely honest it's not content that I would personally put out there Mm -hmm. I I just wouldn't um only because I am really scared of social media and I just probably I and two I I wouldn't feel comfortable putting out content like that but you know sometimes you can appreciate when someone else does it and it just make you you laugh Mm -hmm. and then yeah so I was just like yeah do because I couldn't imagine like the Muslim faith um yeah I couldn't imagine like yeah Muslims doing the same thing and putting out content like that mm-hmm. because you know their their religion is so kind of by the book and by quite strict you know but also they follow it down yeah to a to, T there's no uh, there's no uh space for for leniency or anything yeah you you follow don't it don't play with Allah yeah, like you don't yeah, you don't, don't joke yeah, about yeah. stuff like Allah yeah. like you just don't do it yeah, yeah but like with Christianity we we kind of push the back boundaries a little bit and I feel like yeah I just felt really really conflicted um by it all and it's just like oh yeah is is christianity one of those kind of flex religions like we're known for being the more flexible one where you can kind of talk about god and stuff and then it's not it's you you can joke around with it or Mm. or or am i thinking about it too much i don't know yeah i i think it's there's, there's so many like uh there's so many things that you said in there and so many questions that I guess you would ask as a person because ultimately Christianity is Christianity. It's the people that change yeah. Christianity. Yeah. The book is the same. The principles are the same. The teachings are the same. God is the same. Jesus yeah. is the same. Yeah. It's the people that are trying essentially to to change things and make it fit and mold to, um, to suit them themselves. Yeah. Um, because there are obviously strict Christians that follow everything. And I, I I will always say to people, it's important for you to read your own, your book. Yeah. Your religious book for you to understand things. Um, In terms of the portrayal of God. Yeah. You know. It's not, again, it's not something that I would do. That's not, yeah. uh, 
me I don't want to burn an internal uh hellfire. Yeah. That's not something that I want for myself. Yeah. Um there is a part of me that does like it when people make things relatable. Yeah. And that includes religion because yeah. sometimes there is this you know, some people have this boundary between them and religion like you know what mm, it's not really a bit of me how does this relate to me in 2021 yeah. nah the book was written how many years ago you know yeah. i don't really know about jesus yeah you know all of these different things yeah. and i think it's nice when people are able to break things down and make it relatable i just think you just need to be respectful yeah as a whole because you are dealing with something that's very serious and unfortunately christianity is the religion that bears the brunt of the joke all the time yeah muslims don't have it jews don't have it um yeah we shouldn't have it either there shouldn't be disrespect of you know jesus and the bible of the bible and god and all these things you can get your point across without being disrespectful yeah just like with anything in life yeah yeah yeah, you can always articulate yourself without being disrespectful so yeah you might get some jokes in there but really is it is it worth it i would say i I don't know don't get me wrong i've laughed at content like that there was one um that i saw where this guy was um you know it's meant to portray the the gates of heaven and uh, uh the the god had a jamaican accent and he was let's say for example the woman was linda and she was he was like you know she basically said who she was she was like linda i didn't i didn't make you like that like basically she had bbl and god was Sorry. like you couldn't have got one that suited your frame a bit better <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> that's, that's not how i made you um which which definitely made me laugh like that yeah. don't get this me is wrong. relatable I'm, to the yeah, 21st century to the 21st century do not get me wrong um you know there is definitely a need for christian content to be out there and be accessible just don't be disrespectful that's all yeah like yeah like this this american lady so funny say that she she's a christian and Mm -hmm. she does a lot of um uh, christian content and it's funny and so i saw her tiktok the other day which was just like um somebody phoned oh it's just like oh hello um what was it angel helpline oh yeah that's in his cupboard yeah that's in his cupboard <laughs> and then he looked at god and he was just like and he went like that she's just like yep yeah, that's in his definitely covered like yeah. and that is funny because yeah. you're thinking you do do stuff right and you're like jesus christ mm-hmm. i've done something really bad like mm-hmm. you know so she does really cool christian content. Uh, yeah content, and it's not funny from, it's not disrespectful it's, it's not, funny it's just yeah. like it's reminding you that no matter because i know for me when i've done something bad that that again causes a wedge between me and God. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't want to pray. I don't want to, you know, I because I, you know, you feel you know ashamed. ashamed. Yeah, you kind of break away, and yeah. it's just a reminder that you, we all make mistakes and we all yeah. fall down, but we can always continue and get back up. And yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm here for it. I, I like, I do like some of the Christian content that's coming out. It's just sometimes I just get a bit worried as to. Um, yeah, as to whether I'm treading thin on the line because I've 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 laughed at a particular um content. I'm like, oh god, is that is that wrong? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you're right. I think it's just it's it is a bit of a wavy line. It is a bit of a yeah, a bit of a faint line as to what is just you know relatable content and then what is just pure just disrespect. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hmm. I also just want for for Christians as a whole to just not tolerate rubbish. Yeah. You know, like, let's not make it so 
comfortable for people to come in and disrespect their religion. Yeah, because we wouldn't do it with other yeah, you wouldn't. faiths. You wouldn't. So why would you... And let us not be that scapegoat, scapegoat faith where people feel like they can... Then other people from other religions then feel like they can't do content about their religion, but they can do it on Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um that's and stuff because we've allowed that to happen, and mm-hmm. it's just like no, we need to have that that same energy. I think you've just got to be careful, don't you, of just what you put out. Mm-hmm. But I do get sometimes I'm so conflicted because I do get sometimes it is, it is literally just a video. I'm not going to be someone that goes on um instagram and commenting underneath saying ah oh, like how are you gonna play with god like that it's just it's just not me i'm not carrying anybody else's cross like mm. that's 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 on you mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not taking that mm-hmm. um but... people definitely love to carry on it's like yeah chill this god is gonna judge you okay yeah yeah but yesterday you slept with your uncle's best friend like like come on everybody's sin is different right like this is the thing i just don't like because people really come with the most energy and you just don't know what's going on in their own backyards. Yeah. Well, that that is obviously a stereotype of quote-unquote religious people. Yes, that there tends to be this holier-than-thou mentality and they will point the finger at other people, but they their own, you know, like you said, their own backyard is dirty. Yeah. So ultimately i know something that is extremely important is being accountable accountable for your own faith accountable for your day-to-day practices accountable for your life accountable for your relationship with god and only god can judge yeah i'm not gonna judge you yeah only god can judge that doesn't mean that you should live a life just anyhow disrespecting yourself disrespecting others and whatever of course not it's just a reminder to us because it's very easy to judge other people to not do it to just be considerate be kind put yourself in that person's position maybe if i was in a similar circumstance to that person would i behave the same yeah and if i did and and if i wasn't going to behave the same how can i relate to this person how can i help this person whatever it is i think it's just being a bit more compassionate which is also something that is preached about in the bible you know yeah. showing love 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 thy neighbor mm-hmm. and um that doesn't mean you know tolerate disrespect from no. thy, thy neighbor no it means love them and love is a uh, compassion is a part of love yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, people need to show more compassion and also remember that not everybody has the best relationship with God for whatever reason, mm. but that can change at any given moment. Yeah. And you being kind and showing that God is within you can also help people mm. to turn to God as well. Yeah. You know, because I thinking of it from an outsider, if I don't know God and I saw all these people that claim to be you know, righteous and yeah. with God, if they were mean to me, mean to each other, but I would be like, I don't feel like I want to be part of that. that yeah. Of that, yeah. you know? So, yeah, show that God exists by doing right. Yeah. And then you'd be surprised how many, you know, lives you change and souls you save yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, I'll, that's what I'll say about that. And, yeah. you know, um, I feel like talking about nice people is a, is a nice segue because there was a woman, I, I, what was I see? I feel like I saw a tweet on, obviously on Twitter. Yeah. No, actually, no, a lot of tweets make their way to Instagram. Yes, they do. They do. Yeah. That's how I see a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. A lot of tweets make their, their, their way to Instagram, but I tend to see them first on, on Twitter and then afterwards I see it on Instagram like a couple of days later or whatever. So, um, 
uh, someone put a tweet out saying, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of us, you know, like a lot of us are setting boundaries and saying no and not mm-hmm. tolerating things. And like, there's clearly been like a, a, a shift. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people kind of like detailing this stuff. Those are the kind of posts I like to click on and see what people have said. I won't yeah. click on other things necessarily, but those are the kind of the ones that I do enjoy. So somebody posted a video by this lady called Marissa Peer. Peers or Peer? I'm going to say Peer. Anyway, um, and it was just one of those videos that I need to, to see every couple of months that <laughs> reminds me um, of uh, why nice people finish last. Now, th- it wasn't to say that you shouldn't be a nice person. That's not what Marissa was trying to say. No, 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 no. She was saying that you shouldn't be too nice, right? And as as a as a nice person, what has been your experience in terms of being a nice person? I feel like in your life as a whole, what's yeah. your experience been as a nice person? Um. I feel, oh God, I feel, <laughs> I feel like um, sometimes being nice really doesn't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've really experienced that. I feel like in the workplace, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm some. I have been in work situations where I've been too nice, mm-hmm. um, kind of sacrificed myself, mm-hmm. um, for the niceness of other people, and ended up still at the bottom. Like just either just in terms of disrespect or because I don't do certain things a certain way, you know, other people kind of pass you in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of been, I always thought that I like an easy life. That My moral is I like an easy life. Mm-hmm. And my way of getting an easy life sometimes is just by being nice. Sometimes I don't know whether I'm being truly nice, like, mm-hmm. like authentic or I'm being a fake nice. Mm-hmm because I just want an easy life. So that means that I'm nice to a point where I agree with things, which I sometimes I don't agree with, mm-hmm. but I do it just for the sake of keeping peace and keeping calm. Like, you know, when sometimes you're dealing with a difficult person mm-hmm. and they've done something and you're like, I really don't agree with that. But for the sake, because you're difficult, I'm not going to be that difficult person, even though I don't agree with you. And I've ended up being nice and then still kind of not progressing. How how do you feel up? I th- yeah. Right. What? Uh, how do you feel after that? So, say for example, there's someone who's clearly an asshole. Yeah. Right. And you, they have, they're, they're extremely opinionated. Yeah. Strong views, wrong and strong, for example. Yeah. And there you are, and you've decided, you know what? I can't be bothered to deal with this. Yeah. I'm just gonna be nice to them. Just let them have their way. Yeah. How do you feel after that? Crap. Okay. I do. I do feel because I feel like, oh my god, I've just been kind of taken advantage of as well Mm -hmm. my niceness um has been seen as a bit of a weakness Mm -hmm. actually and it's just like and then people then feel like oh you know just ask novella because she'll probably say yes Mm -hmm. or she'll do this or she'll thingy and then it keeps going up and up and up and up so so yeah so it feel i feel i always feel normally frustrated afterwards and then like in the background then i let out my true feelings and then that's just then then I'm I'm being fake because then I haven't been my authentic self, mm-hmm. but all for the sake of just being nice about certain things, mm-hmm. I just yeah let certain things yeah to go by, go. and that's that's why you know again why she said nice people 
finish last and it's a case of you asking yourself because i am guilty of it too and that's why i said a video like that pops up and needs to pop up for me every couple of months yeah. because i'll be making headway and then something will happen and i'll forget yeah. you know and then i'll slip back in uh, and then i'll feel like crap or whatever because clearly i've allowed myself to be you know um taken advantage of and things like that in mm. order to um keep the peace for somebody else but um compromise mine and in every situation she said you need to ask yourself which one is more important how i feel in regards to this my well-being or the other person's you know and she said people and when she said this i was like she said there are times where you will say no to somebody so Mm -hmm. novella Mm -hmm. please can you lend me 500 pounds and you will say no Mm -hmm. I can't lend you £500 right now. Okay, well, um, but please, I really need the £500. No, but right now, you know, there's things that I have commitments that I need to make. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I fully understand that you have commitments that you need to make, but you can use your credit card in order to take out the £500 to give to me. So they directly step over your clear boundary. I've said no. I've said why I can't do it. And then they've now created another avenue, totally dis- disregarded you and what's going on with you mm-hmm. and said, well, you can use your credit card. Can you use your your credit card in order to pay for this as well okay yeah um and that you know people will clearly like try and decimate the boundaries that you've put in put in there and it's up to you to remain firm then i feel guilty because then i start going into like oh but what if they really needed that 500 pounds and it's and it's something you know big or massive or they're in debt or something Mm -hmm. and could i live with myself afterwards Mm -hmm. i always feel real even though i might have firmed and said no then Mm -hmm. the no always for me feels like guilt afterwards Mm -hmm. because then i'm like oh someone's asked for my help and i've said no Mm -hmm. forgetting that oh wait if they take that 500 pounds actually you're going to it's gonna put, you're gonna suffer i'm gonna suffer right but i still feel for them more yeah so then so i what, feel so conflicted i don't know why do you feel more for others than you feel for yourself i don't know i always take things that people say at face value like they really need it but then you forget about your own needs mm-hmm. and i don't know why mm-hmm. especially why when... do i want to be perceived like that like yeah. i mean like yeah like i can help everybody or i can do that when i know fully well i can't mm-hmm. and then it's like yeah then it's and this is the thing right because you should yeah (laughs) do stuff um um that you're not going to feel any type of way after doing it Mm -hmm. so for instance if you're going to go and give money to somebody um give it because you know you can and you know you won't miss it or it's fine Mm -hmm. but don't give with one hand and then after then two minutes after you're cussing them because you know or you're cussing yourself because you don't have it Mm. and stuff so you feel guilty afterwards and I know I get myself into that kind of cycle I'll just I'll give just to be nice and then afterwards I'm like why the hell did I give when I know fully well I needed that money yeah yep yep I I definitely feel like I've had that quite recently sitting there asking myself like you know, especially when you're in a position where you can't do something. Yeah. And then it's, but it ultimately it comes down to being accepted. We, I think a lot of us have an innate fear of being rejected. Like if I don't do this, this person's going to be mad at me. They're going to yeah. be upset at me. They're not going to talk to me. Yeah. I'm going to hurt their feelings. They're going to out, they're going to reject me. They're going to outcast me. And, and that is something that is part of the like human, that has been a part of the human experience for so long. That's what she was saying that we needed herd mentality. We needed to stay together as a group in order for us to progress but the way that we are 
are living now. We don't need that. You can actually function on your own. You don't need like the majority of people to um accept you in order for you to be able to progress. And so you not being able to help somebody in a particular moment and then them rejecting you should be something that we're actually okay with that we should be fine with because ultimately it gets to a point where sometimes you say yes 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 and then sometimes you say no and then the fallout comes yeah or sometimes there's even still that respect despite the fact that you are doing something for people all the time yeah so it's like which one do i prefer more you are the one that has to live with that decision every single day you know by putting other people first and you like compromising yourself and not um not listening to yourself yeah you know and beating yourself up because that's one thing it's one thing to do the deed and then you beat yourself up for so long you fill your head with so much negative talk and you know why did i do this why am i stupid why do i allow myself to be taken advantage of like for me on my phone i have do not disturb and i'm considering extending it on the weekends because i find that if people call me early enough in the morning i end up saying yes to things because i haven't quite processed yeah the conversation yeah but if you call me at 12 p.m yeah i'm alert yeah so i can yeah i can sift out um Sometimes it call you at a very vulnerable moment. Yeah, and people know what they do yeah. when they call you early in the yeah. morning. Yeah, you might be tired. You, you might your son might have just woken up and mm-hmm. stuff. You're just trying to get him ready, and mm-hmm. someone calls you off guard. And you're just like, yes, just because, yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> you know, so you're right. People do, people do prey on stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, at vulnerable times, when to call you to to ask you for a favor. Yeah, I I really struggle with saying no, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. badly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know for what reason. Yeah. But these are the same people that if you were to ask them the same thing, they would say no with no, with no, like they will say no before you've even finished answering mm-hmm. the question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still feel some type of way by saying no. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what's the reason? Mm-hmm. What was the reason? What was the reason? All the time, but you know, carrying other people. And I feel like people pleasing is something we're always going to talk about until we fully mastered (laughs) how to come out of this state of mind. Because it's something, like I said, that I need reminders about every couple of months. And it's like, why did I just say yes without even thinking about it? And also you have to remember that when you, for as long as you say yes, that you have now made yourself a reliable resource to come yeah. for that person to come to you. Because yeah. sometimes you get annoyed and you're like, why are they always asking? Because you're always saying yes. Yeah. If you say no, then maybe they, they, they won't will, come to they you. Won't, yeah. You That's know? so true. And um, I, I know I'm, I'm somebody that just, because I don't ask for help, which again, I think is something that's quite toxic, but it's something that I've learned over the years because for one, either I would ask for help and help wasn't given or I was shamed for maybe asking for help. Ask so I was like, help. you know what? I'll, I'll just figure it out on my own. So yeah. sometimes people make the assumption that, you know what? She's all right. She's got it. I, I don't know if I should share this, but mm. like, I, I'll never forget one time. Um, well, it's, it's happened numerous times, like being put on the spot in terms of having to spend money for something. Yes. And it's like, what made you think that I was in a financial position in order to like be able to front this? Because and you don't complain. Because I, yeah. You don't but, mention anything about money. And yeah. And that same person I know that if 
the reverse had happened to them, they'd be like, no, I can't do this now. Why, why, why didn't you tell me this beforehand? Yeah. Why didn't you plan? It's like, why am I allowing myself where I know I'm going to suffer for the next couple of days or whatever I because that. I or later on down the or I'm not going to be even if it's not a suffering. Like I'm, I not might not be able to do something that I genuinely enjoy yeah. doing because I've had to pay for this. Yeah, I've learned that a lot as well with friends. Yeah. Like, because I don't really, I'm not someone, you really won't hear me talk about money or mm-hmm, how I'm, mm-hmm. I'm financially, you never hear me saying, yeah, oh, I've, yeah. I'm broke and stuff. Like, yeah. I just never say it. Good I or just bad, don't. I don't talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't talk it. about yeah. it. I just keep quiet. Because when I'm broke, I know, right? Uh, when I'm in my room, <laughs> I know when I'm broke, right? Pace I don't get to see, yeah, pace it up and down, try to think about where's the next, where's the next money coming in? Like, I know, right? So I don't need to tell somebody else. Mm-hmm. But you're right. But then you've got these friends, and I've been in those situations that go on these luxurious holidays. They drive the nicest cars. They are living life. They go to the most expensive restaurants and stuff. And then they come and they ask me for money. And I've said, sorry, what, 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 what energy did I give you that I had money? What, what did you, what did you see from me that made you feel like I had money? Just because I don't complain or I don't say about my financial status doesn't mean I have it. Mm -hmm. When you were there, you know, living life and stuff like that, I didn't make it seem like, oh, like you've got like loads of money and stuff. I just feel, you know, when people do that, you just think, oh, they can afford it. Like it's, I always think of it from an innocent perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I never go, oh, they've got loads of money. I'm just like, oh no, they can afford it. Absolutely. They they saved up. They they knew that they wanted to enjoy the best best things in life. And so they, they put the money towards, you don't know sometimes that some people had to beg borrowers still in order like they'll be coming to you to ask you for like 100 200 pounds they'll gather it from you gather it from me gather it from tom from sally from susan from mary gather 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 yeah say oh my gosh i mean so much you know like i need to be able to cover these things and before you know it you see that person on holiday wow wow Wow. so my my money that i could have used to to put towards something important that i wanted to do clearly disrespected um me and violated me and decided that I have Mugu or Mumu tattooed on my forehead and that you are going to use my money in order yeah. to enjoy. And then it's the after as well, Alex. It's like, once you've done that, then that's the whole thing about getting the money back. And then this is where I trip myself up. That's why I'd rather now not to say no. Mm-hmm. Because then I hate it when people put me in that awkward situation. I shouldn't have to chase you about oh, owning me money. Yeah. You've and been... you'll be the one feeling embarrassed. Yeah, I will. How am I feeling embarrassed that I lent you money? Yeah. Like to try and get my money back off of you. Because then they make it seem like, oh, like it was only 200 quid, like Novella. Like, yeah, but if it was only 200 pounds, why did you Why did you it? ask it? Yeah. But they make you feel, but that's how I'm, I'm made to feel, right? Because it's just like, well, why are you, like, you're meant to be my friend. Like, why? Like, it's only been like six months since only, I last bought. Only, <laughs> only. So I, I, I hate that word, only. I hate only with a passion. Don't do that to me. It's a tricky, like, I love myself to be treated word. by that word. <laughs> yeah. It, it's true though, isn't it? It's a trigger word, isn't it? Like, it was only six months ago, Novella. Like, give me time. Only six months ago. Mm-hmm. Are you mad? Yeah. How much money have you had coming in since then? Even if you had set up a thing of £50 a month. Yeah. Like we would be near... You'd set up a, a payment plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would have done that within like what? The space of four months. Mm-hmm. 
So no, it's not just saying only and stuff, but you're right. You're absolutely right. The money thing is just such a big issue, isn't it? Yeah, money, <laughs> money really is a big issue. And um, that's something else that she talked about in terms of like not respecting money. I think a lot of people don't respect money. They say that they want money and then when they get money, they don't know how to handle it. They don't respect it. They don't respect its value. And money um, for a lot of people is something that isn't necessarily spoken about. And I think that we have tried to make a bit more of a conscious effort on the podcast to talk about money. Because yeah. the more you talk about something, the more you remove the shame regarding yeah. it. And I think it's something that we have to, to definitely to do, do mm-hmm. to talk about it. Um, there's so many cultures that are just like, oh, well, don't, you know, you don't need to talk about that. And everybody is just pretending yeah. to try and like keep up with the Joneses for whatever reason. Because if I, if I discuss this, then, you know, it might make it seem like I'm, you know, but people unfortunately get ridiculed because it seems like they don't have enough money for something. And it's like money, as you said beforehand, comes and goes. Yeah. You can be on top today. You could be below tomorrow, but that doesn't mean whenever you fall down, it doesn't mean that that's where you're going to stay. You can, you, you can make even more money than you did beforehand. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's really important for people to respect money and respect themselves and respect others. Yeah. And then you just will find that you won't be in these different difficult financial situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. the borrower or the lender. Or the lender, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. People need to respect money mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, I think sometimes when people, I feel like when people make it or quote unquote make it or have enough money in the bank, which they think is a lot of money, whatever that amount means to you. Yeah. Um, it's like they forget everything else that happened in the past. One, how they got there or two, you know, what their life was like before and stuff like that. Because right now in the moment I'm in it, I'm where the money resides I'm right now. Resides. So I'm, I'm dancing. Um, and then, yeah, they lose the respect as in the, in, in terms of, you know, what am I doing to make sure that I stay on top? Because once you get money, right, you need to stay stay on top, right? You want to be living, like, if you're living life and living lavish, I want you to live like that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But money comes and goes mm-hmm. like that. Like you could, like you just said, you could be here today and tomorrow you're right there. Mm-hmm. So make respect your money. You know, what can I do? What are the things that I can put in place that... You know, if anything was to happen or anything, I've still got money saved over or I don't have to. You know, you see it so much even in terms of um, either with footballers or you've seen it with like actors or actresses Mm -hmm. that were there at the time and Mm -hmm. thingy and the place and then end up having to take regular jobs. COVID really settled a lot of people that Mm -hmm. were up there with the money that gone and had to take, you know, normal, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. hourly paid jobs. Mm Because you didn't respect money. You thought like this money was going to be there forever. And yeah. it's just like pandemics actually happen now mm-hmm. where your money actually stops. People aren't buying. People aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Businesses were shut down. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm sure I'm sure COVID has taught, taught people definitely to respect your money. Furlough and all of that, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, it's just making sure that you respect money enough that you know you understand that it's a love and hate relationship it might not always be there but just making sure you've put the right things in place i think to make sure and stuff uh, you see that as well with like things like the lottery like people get the lottery because you haven't had to work hard for the lottery they feel like they're just gonna spend it anyhow Mm. and stuff and you've even heard it in like newspapers within like after a couple of years they said they're broke 
dead broke. They're even more broke than they were than before. Than they were before. I was just like, how? What, yeah. what were you doing? You had, you had multi-millions. How did you? But again, because they didn't respect money. They didn't respect themselves. And some people yeah. don't think that they are worthy enough of having money as well. Like, okay, I have this money in my hands, but I need to get rid of it quickly yeah. because, you know, I, I don't deserve this money. This yeah. money shouldn't be with me. And that's how you end up spending money on people that you shouldn't be spending money yeah. on and and also in terms of having money and being rich you have to remember that you're going to be a target you're a target already when you don't have money because i've been looking like what what <laughs> me little old me <laughs> i wish i was a millionaire i mean I, I don't have yeah you know but um or, already that you're you're that target talk less of when you have millions yeah so it's important for you to equip yourself, to arm yourself and to remember, to remind yourself that you are worthy. Like we settle for so little in this life. Mm. We deserve to have more. We deserve yeah. to have more. If money is what you want, then you deserve to have that money. Be willing to work for it and be willing to work to keep it. Mm. That doesn't mean keeping it in your in your mattress. Yeah. Where if you die, the money, that's, you know, do you know what I mean? That's it. Or burying it underneath your garden and then someone digs it up five years later and all the the notes are matted together or something like that. It doesn't mean do that. It means allow your money to make money and that's something else. I think some people are like, with money and it's like, no, if you, this is what they mean by spending money to make money. It doesn't mean going and spending it on designer stuff or whatever. Like that's not to say that you can't um, buy quality things. Of course you can, but the prime, the primary focus should be to allow your money to make money for you. And then you start spending the money, not the money that you are making, but the money that's coming in, you know, as profits from your investments and stuff like that. And enjoying it's like, oh, do you know what? Even if this income stops coming in, and I think for me, that's something that definitely this pandemic made me like reevaluate myself because I kept saying, you know, I want to have multiple income streams and stuff like that, mm. not necessarily just rely on like one paycheck for for sure. Yeah. And um, I think for me, because, you know, I went from working like five days a week and then the pandemic started and then like work made me go down to three days a week. And I was like, what am I going to do in terms of money and things like that? Like for me, like I feel like I've picked up doing things like contract work. Yeah where I can and it's just like okay this is a little something here a little something there but like um you know just just remembering like I can use other talents and other things other gifts I have yeah in order to be also be able to to make Make money money. and just remembering that aspect of of all of us as well because I know for the longest time it was safe to have a job and allow that money to to make you money but if that money stops coming in what do you do? do You're right, and that pan- and you're right. The pandemic definitely taught, I'm sure, people, even me, even though I, you know, was lucky, one of the lucky few that was able to continue working mm-hmm. and stuff. It did make me reevaluate and say, well, if I was in that situation, would I be buggered? Probably. Yeah. So something needs to change, yeah. and stuff. I need to respect my money more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I need to not rely on just one sole income. There needs to be another way where I can give myself that little bit of cushion because I was definitely like this when it came with money. (laughs) 
I just liked it to be sat there. <laughs> it made me smile. Yeah, I was you're like, staring oh, at it, staring yeah, back at you. Back at you. <laughs> You've earned one P interest last year. I'm happy with that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wasn't smart in that thinking. Yeah. And I think that's that's the thing, right? It's just becoming a bit more business minded. Yeah. I feel like you always, no matter what job you do, I'm the least business minded person ever. But no matter what job you do or who you are, you need to become business minded when it comes to your money, mm-hmm. especially when things like, for instance, you might want to go into um, housing or you want to start having children or you want to whatever you want to have as many different mm-hmm. incomes as possible. So what I used to think, oh, my God, like if I see another person saying that they are doing this business, I'll be like, oh, God, please. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you see stuff on Instagram, you're like, oh, my God, everybody's doing this. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, no, I get it. I get it. Like that's because that's because I was so narrow minded yeah. in my thinking. Mm. And I was like, why are people, why is everybody got a thingy, an ex company? Why is everybody doing this, you know, mm. and stuff? But I was just like, actually now I'm like, I really appreciate that. I wish I had a talent like that, which I could do, but maybe I can do something else, which, um, yeah, which could help. So yeah. I get it. I really respect people that have several hustles. Mm-hmm. I know I've got loads of friends. I've got several hustles and I really respect people. I really mm-hmm. do. Cause they will always, always have money coming in. Yeah. Some always. sort of, they always have some sort of money, even if it's not big, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They always will be able to make money for themselves. That is a beauty in itself. And yeah. we're in the technology age where you're able to, con- you know, reach out to so many people. And yeah. like, it's a case of you just sitting down and saying to yourself, what do I have to offer the world? We all have Something. a talent, a skill, a service that we can provide, some knowledge that we have more than the other person. And I think that's also something, oh, may- maybe like us having like some sort of series where we, of course, we're not financial experts or anything, but we're a regular, per- we're, we're regular people that are also trying to make that transition yeah. into having financial freedom. And I think, identifying ways in which people can make money that's relatable is something that we can always discuss yeah definitely because i know i have to educate i do educate myself about stuff like that and i do watch loads of people on instagram about kind of financial freedom and the stuff that you can do it's not everything somebody else does that you're personally going to be able to do right i'd love to do like i know there's some many people doing about property and stuff like that I don't really have the money to invest in a property only because I don't have one myself. Mm-hmm. So I need to figure myself out first. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've kind of, yeah. So, but there are always other stuff mm-hmm. that people can do um, to do that. Because I feel like property is great when um, I think if you're, um, it's great to start out with when you're slightly younger. I feel like when you're maybe at home and you can just, buy properties if you can and things like that or when you do buy a property and then you're able to um get a second property I feel like um I feel like with property it's all about good timing I feel like oh yeah yeah. it's definitely about being in the know and having the the right yeah because also you don't want to get invested property and all it does is depreciating well not necessarily depreciating value but like it it's more hassle than what it's worth yeah spending more on it than you thought so yeah I know essentially the the goal is for you to end up making passive income yeah but no income really is passive you still have to work for each aspect of the income so if that's something property is something that you feel like you can get into then do that if 
you know, having a business is something that you feel like you can get into, then do that. Do if that. investing in stocks and crypto spaces is something that you can do, <laughs> then get into that. Yeah. Do whatever it is. If providing an additional service yeah. is something that you feel like you can do. I know for me, tutoring is something that I do. And I know that so many people can tutor. It doesn't have to be a formal education. Yeah. Or you can just tutor the fact that, you know, like, I know, in, like, for example, in your space. Yeah. You know a lot about recruitment, HR, yeah. um, diversity, employability yeah. stuff. Some that's something that you could tutor people about, like helping people with CVs. There's money to be made. Do you know what I mean? In yeah, that kind I've never of thought about in that. that kind of realm, because yeah. you know your stuff, you know what people are looking for. So you could definitely that that could be. I'm just saying, like, yeah, um, that that's right, an that avenue. Down. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's definitely <laughs> an you. avenue. Even in terms of coaching people, how to get from you know like people because so, sometimes it's a case of some people never get past the interview stage yeah. so clearly like their cv makes sense or maybe they, they get the first round but then they don't necessarily yeah. get past the second round and they don't get the job so kind of helping people push through yeah. so we all have our talents it may not be to sing dance or you know be sporty or whatever it is but we all have an area of expertise that we know about even if you know every single star underneath <laughs> like in the universe that is something that you can much you know what i mean we all sit down and don't yeah. i think something that people unfortunately do is look at what other people are doing yeah Stop i know looking outward look within like what can i, I do? do yeah you have a niche market and once you develop that there you can make the like, limit. you're worthy again it's about being worthy because yeah. the other thing is about also charging as well you know people love to diminish people oh why are they charging so much don't worry about the people that are telling you why are you charging so much there's somebody out there that's happy, that's to, happy spend. to spend that money yeah just because you're spend not more, able to just because that person isn't don't even do that and also please you people that have businesses on instagram on social media and whatever i beg put your prices up as the second that i have to start looking for prices i don't want if it, when it says dm for prices it's like just put, even if it's a guesstimate, oh, between 30 to 50 pounds, between 100 to 150 pounds, depending on the... Um... I find that a lot with like, you know, like people that do like a decorating mm-hmm. and stuff like that or balloons or whatever yeah. and stuff like that. I always go on there and I'm like, oh, these are brilliant. Yeah. And then I try and look for the price and it's just like DM for prices. Why? What? Yeah. That makes me really shady. Why, why yeah. is there not a transfer? If I want like an arch of balloons and stuff yeah. like that, is there you not a know standard... how many balloons yeah. there are and say, you know... Again, give a range because say subject to the color of balloons or subject to the type of balloons, yeah. but it can start or how from many? this price yeah. or, or to, to yeah, this give part. like a rough range so that people know at least price points because yeah. I know that um, again with the the balloon stuff, it, it's like a it's it's a, an experience that's catered to each person. Yeah, of course. But just give people the thing. And same with like hair as well, like hairdressers. Like I love to see stuff like, especially with stuff like braids and stuff. I like, mm. I love following people when they like a thing. And I'm like, okay, what, how much are you charging? Like, I, I don't, like box braids is standard. Like, just yeah. tell me what the price is. Just tell me what the, pri- just like, tell what me the price is. Or small, medium, me, large. Yeah, l- even length. if you give me a price range or say, yeah, you know, this is Dependent. subject to yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but at least you're giving me a guide of what I can, the sec. You, you, you don't know how much business you've already lost because you've told people to DM. Do you know how yeah. much effort that is? Yeah, I don't do it because I'm just doing it for curiosity purposes yeah. and I'm not going to DM everybody. So you're right. Yeah. I, I lose interest. As soon as you say DM, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not yeah. doing it. 
And also you save yourself time because what you're going to find is loads of people DMing you asking about pricing and they're like, oh, well, the price is too high. I'm not interested. Wouldn't you prefer to save yourself that time? Yeah. Just put it out there. These are my prices. If people like it, fine. They're going to contact you. If people don't like it, fine. They're fine. not going to contact you. You can focus on what you need to focus on. Yeah. Like all of this DM, like leave it out. Please, yeah. please, please, please sit down and do your market research. Yeah. Investigate what you need to... Um, Unless someone unless someone can tell us the reasons why they don't well, I, I don't know and this is because a lot of people do it but yeah, i but don't know it's why it's the same thing with jobs when they're like oh competitive oh, yeah. salary oh yeah true i yeah. don't apply for competitive salary if yeah. you can't tell me what the salary is me i don't i want don't it. want it like again loads of people loads of um recruiters price themselves out of the market or like the the jobs you'll find the same job come up over and over and over again because you weren't willing to tell us what the what you're willing to pay yeah yeah even yeah. if you give a range even though a lot of the time when they give a range they're just going to give you the bottom of the, the bottom range. of the range but at least that person has some sort of price point to what does that mean and yeah. then when they start asking you oh well what were you paid at your last shop that has nothing to do with anything what can you pay for this... me yeah i'm applying for this job because i'm worthy so yeah what can you pay me and yeah. i'll let you know if this is within my my pay range right if, if this if situation not, works for me yeah not, then yeah, exactly. This is very true. Gosh. Just transparency. I wonder what it is. I don't know why people aren't transparent just about prices and things. It just makes me feel a bit sh- shifty as to why you're not. Yeah. Why you're not. Um. Yeah. Because the reason why you put out these Instagrams and stuff like that is to gain customers, right? Mm-hmm. But the number one thing the customer wants to know is how much are you charging, mm-hmm. right? It's like the top free answers okay what style can she do it is she got good reviews but also what's the price yeah because i need to be able to know if i can afford it and also what you don't want to do is like get yourself into a situation where you're like oh yeah i've got a client but then when it comes to money it becomes a problem because they thought one price in their head and you're now telling them another Another price price. just be transparent that happened to me one time in dubai where the woman told me a price Mm -hmm. and then when she finished doing my hair she told me a different price i cussed her out good i cussed her out so well i paid her the money i was like i'll never ever come back here again because you had every opportunity i caught i i don't like being bamboozled yeah i asked you how much these braids would cost Mm -hmm. and then afterwards you decided oh yeah well no 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 and i even brought my own hair and everything so it's just like you know what like what because she was the only black woman working in like um in this space Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah, you're you're not gonna get customers if you treat people if you like treat this. People like that, yeah, yeah. So just let people know your price. If you're worth it, people will pay. If people think that you're worth it, people will pay. At the end of the day, yeah. there's always somebody that's that's gonna be willing to to pay for your services if your services are good. At the end, oh, of good. The day. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel yeah. like it's a good shout. Yeah, about that. So on that note, what would you say to your younger self? Um, I think it would just be just uh, I feel like um, it always is but just around what we kind of just discussed about um, sometimes there's an over focus on just getting a nine to five job and I don't think we speak about more about kind of other avenues of that because instantly when I'm like oh my god I don't have enough money my in my head the first thing I do is like I need to move jobs Mm. or I need a new promotion or I need that where it's just like well actually I'm actually happy in my job that I'm doing now it's just that money's a bit tight so Mm. what else can I do and I think that's when you get into that kind of habit of like chasing your paycheck Mm -hmm. 
Um, because I don't think your paycheck's ever going to make you that happy no. <laughs> where you're not. No. You're always going to want more, right? We're human sure, beings. We're no. always going to want more. After a year, oh, you sure. get that salary increase. And after a year, it doesn't make sense anymore because inflation has happened and mm-hmm. everything is going up or, you know, you're in a different space in life. So when you were, you know, here, it was fine. But now you're there. It's not OK. So I think it's just thinking I need to think more broadly. Mm-hmm. Like see how you can yeah make money make yeah other. elsewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and quickly quickly because most people again they get paid you know month to month to month yeah and sometimes you know maybe on the fifteenth you might need money then yeah you know so I think again tapping into your talents and saying um I already allocate a certain amount of time to work yeah I'm gonna allocate a certain amount of time to myself yeah. and what talents that I can I can um and how I can make money and in the beginning it might be small and you might not necessarily get many people but over time if you're consistent and you work hard and you you know brand yourself correctly then yeah. you will be able to and I'm saying this aloud to myself Me because too. I know that this is something that I Me have too. toyed with you know and I feel like I'm finally starting to make the the, the transition to mm-hmm. kind of like bank on myself more if yeah. that makes sense um and there's nothing wrong with banking on yourself and, and with being an entrepreneur and also being an employee at the same yeah, time. There's absolutely, absolutely nothing wrong with that. And most people actually do that as well. Because um, the entrepreneurial life is is actually very, very difficult. Yeah. And what people don't necessarily talk about. I feel like people talk about the highs, but they don't talk about, you know, all that comes with it. Yeah. And if you don't work, you don't get paid. Yeah. You know? So there's that aspect. I think for me, what would I say to my younger self? I feel like I would just, again, echo the same sentiment of you are worthy of having whatever it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Don't limit yourself, you know. Um, whatever you think that you want. So for example, like you you say, I want to be like, I want to have a million pounds in my bank. Triple it, quadruple it. Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is that you think you want, like add more mm-hmm. because like you're capable of having more. And mm-hmm. I think... Also as well for me, like I wrote a number at the top of this year in ter- in terms of the, like how much money I wanted to make this year. I haven't necessarily got to that goal. Yeah. But I think it's just remembering that like very shortly after I wrote down that number, crypto came to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to see in that space that actually there is a world of like exponential growth. Mm-hmm. Who am I to limit myself? Mm-hmm. Like money, there is money out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and opportunities out there and yeah. blessings out there. Yeah. Why would I tell myself I'm not worthy or deserving of that? Yeah. No, I need to tap into these things yeah. and be thankful and grateful and say, you know what? I'm willing, I'm deserving. I can work hard for these things. I can I can appreciate these things. I can respect these things. Yeah. I can be responsible for these things mm-hmm. and I can make my money, make money and I can make opportunities, continue to create opportunities for me as well. So I think... For me over this time definitely over the pandemic it's just kind of changed my mindset like mm-hmm. from you know focusing on just one job yeah. as opposed to like for example again taking contract work because that's yeah. not something i would have been like no nah, i don't really think that that's something yeah. that i would ne- necessarily do but like yeah take yeah. one from here take one from here you know absolutely yeah before you know it you start building up a different extensive network so uh, or, or, or and these don't have to necessarily be formal contracts that no. you know you apply for like with a cv and whatever it could just be you hit people up on linkedin yeah. say oh this is what i do yeah. do you need any services i can Absolutely. help you with this yeah market yourself market you yourself to, yeah you before you know yourself. it like 
yeah people are like oh yeah alex and then then word of mouth saying actually yeah i used her services they were really great and stuff and yeah you're right you just have to market yourself right you are your own income Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes Mm -hmm. definitely so that's what i would say to myself so on that note make sure again like i said at the beginning like share what else is there subscribe comment comment we watch it again yeah. make sure it enters the group chats and things like that yeah um and yeah um share with us anything that you feel like you would like us to discuss yeah. i say this all the time mm-hmm. and um make sure you're following the podcast at advice with alex on instagram and twitter if you're watching on youtube smash the subscribe button smash the like button um more so also the subscribe button if you're not subscribed already we're trying to we're we're on a quest to grow the channel Mm -hmm. and liking also helps because when you like um content then youtube hopefully pushes it to other people so that they can um you know watch so that they can watch the content too so yeah is there anything you wanted to add no all good all right well that's it from us this week until next time bye, bye.